Oh no, when, when you're in a flow state, you can wear whatever goddamn hat you want to wear. <laughs> what if it was libertarianism, except for people in the flow state, only? <laughs> Everyone else, is there's brutal treatment. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking uh, for ways to whittle down the libertarian movement even further, so that'll, that'll be good. Yeah, good, okay. <laughs> just, just keep making it weaker. <laughs> What do we want to talk about today, Howie? What do you What do you want to talk about, Howie? Like, I'm not sure if you're a guy who keeps up with the news or if you're into more of the niche stuff. Like, what um, what, what do you focus yeah, I, on? I keep up with the news. Like, I was watching the Roger Stone stuff yesterday. Oh, that's like, uh, that's hilarious. By the way, with the yeah. tattoo, I don't know anything about any of that. Oh, I mean the the part about the fact that he has a tattoo of Richard Nixon on his back, and then. As he gets Wait, what? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Roger Stone has a tattoo of Richard Nixon, like where uh, uh, <laughs> I think it's like where a woman would have a tramp stamp. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> it, it covers like his whole back. I, th- I thought it was like giant. It's it's, it's it's alarming, is there's, what it is. <laughs> Dude, there's a I watched a documentary about him like a year ago on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. Oh really? What is what yeah. is that guy's deal? All I know is he w- used to work in like the Nixon administration, and then he was like a, an advisor to Trump. Um, oh, he was in the Nixon administration, so he's like a piece of shit. Yeah, he's known for like dirty tricks and like shit like that. Nothing oh. illegal, but going as far as you can without breaking the law. And like, he, and what is he? Is he like a campaign advisor? I really don't what know was. what that yeah. guy does. Yeah, I don't know what he does. He's just one of those people who, in the circus of people that have been involved in the Trump campaign, comes in and he's like, I don't know who... This guy was just manufactured for this event. Like <laughs> I think Rex all he's Tillerman. been doing the past couple of years is going in for wars. Who the fuck is Rex Tillerman? Like, <laughs> that, guy, that guy was made for that moment and then they shut him <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand most of the people that come through there. And yeah, Roger Stone, first of all, I thought he was Oliver Stone. And then I was like, nope, two different guys. Very different guys, apparently. Oh, yeah, the Oliver Stone is the director, right? Yeah, I found yeah. that out. So there's Didn't that. he do, like, Platoon or something? Dude, that guy did the fucking Untold History of the United States that I've been watching. I know he did the Doors movie. He did do the Doors movie. <laughs> yeah. He did. That guy, Oliver Stone's awesome. This Roger Stone guy... Weird looking, just weird. Well, that's weird awesome. Character. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's real eccentric. Yeah, weird character. Um, Did you? Are we recording already? I I kind of just let it record, and then when we okay. decide right. we, we go, we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to like practice saying your social security number or anything like mm-hmm, that, just get mm-hmm. it out now. And yeah, I just didn't want to talk about stuff and then talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I, I <laughs> that's we the the best part. I don't know, Car, if you've seen it or not. But so he worked in the Nixon administration now. He's got a tattoo of Nixon. It's either under his neck or above his ass crack, and I'm not sure which one it is. And uh, and then what if he had two? He yeah right. (laughs) (laughs) Two two of the same tattoo, like at different locations around his body and it's Nixon. Both places where he wants Nixon to lay his fucking nutsack on him. (laughs) He tagged me here, right above the shoulder, and then he tagged me back down here, right above the old butt crack. I bet you 74. there's a bunch of people with Trump tattoos out there now. Oh man, there are. That's that's bad. So the thing with the the, the Roger Stone thing that made me laugh so much was you caught the Howie. Did you catch the picture of him doing the Nixon thing? Yeah, yeah. He always does that. He does that but a I lot. Can, I couldn't believe that uh, CNN was there. Like the FBI tipped them off. So oh, the FBI told CNN to go off. 
they're not like admitting it, but CNN just is like, oh, we just happened to be right outside of his house when this raid went on. Oh, and I guess like the, the reporter that was there uh-huh. used to work for the FBI and was like Comey's assistant or some shit. Oh, so my they God. had like 20 some FBI agents, like all battle gear, like kick down this old dude's door who's always getting charged with is like lying and obstructing justice from like some crime that didn't happen. Right. As if as if he's a threat, <laughs> as if he's a threat when they open the door. Yeah, fucking yeah, because he was concerned. I guess his wife is deaf, and didn't he thought they might like shoot her because she didn't know what was going on. Oh my god! Uh, can we back this up a little? I, I literally, I don't know anything about this. Can we back it up a little bit? I don't. So okay, so related yeah. to the Trump campaign is Roger Stone, and Roger yep. Stone supposedly lied. What was it, Howie? What did he lie about? Um, they're trying to say that he was like uh, working with WikiLeaks and knew and was telling the Trump campaign about all the releases beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think he did talk to some people at WikiLeaks, but I don't think like he wasn't part of like any committing any crime. But he apparently lied to the FBI about it. So yeah. Well, what if there was like what if there was like a massive like like witch exposal and it was WikiLeaks? <laughs> and that came out and it was and just like was a, half was a, of the world was witches there was a WikiLeaks that comes out about WikiLeaks we should start yeah. that up because it's yeah. they're both leaking each other and it's like this spiral <laughs> somebody should start that yeah maybe I will I'm uncomfortable maybe that's our hey maybe that's our next venture Birdo because you know Gerald Gardner I, I mean, the guy who started like uh, Wicca he just made it up like it's not like this ancient thing oh is that right he, yeah he took like you know, a little bit of like ancient knowledge of the gods, but like hardly anything else. And he just filled it in with like ceremonial magic stuff and oh, Freemason stuff and just made, made it all up and pretended like some ancient lineage like taught this to him. But it's, it's, so, it's so much easier to make a religion than people give credit for. <laughs> it really is easy. I always kind of wanted to do that. Yeah, it sounds like becoming. <laughs> Let's do it right here, right now. What are we starting with? I don't know. Well, we got to start. I don't know. We oh, is do it going to be a monotheistic religion or yeah, is it Nixon? Be, what, it's Nixon. We. I feel like that's like that's starting with it's. It starts with Nixon. It, yeah, Nixon it's God, is, God. is Nixon. Uh, okay, I think could that's ha- fair. Could it have to do with this being a simulation too? <laughs> simulation, huh? Yeah. We're in. We're in Roger Stone's computer, dude. Everything is way too weird for us to actually be real. I know reality. it has to be. Hmm. Maybe. I'm enjoying, enjoying it though. It's awesome. I know. <laughs> Maybe so when we've did you... already been living out our religion, and now's the time that we achieve self-realization by coming up with the thing that we've already been living. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when did you? Howie, when did you realize that everything was weird? Like, when did you realize it got weird? <sighs> it just—it's been a, a few years now, but I definitely didn't always think this. Like something. No, me neither. Like a couple of years ago, I don't know. I just, there was this one dude on the uh, higher side chats. He was saying that like he thinks everybody died in 2012. And, oh really? Like, oh, that it. would make sense and, like, because yeah, 2012. And, like, now, 2012. Is remember where the, it there's that Mayan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, do I? <laughs> Maybe that was the turning point. Every something happened, and now it's just insane. That, is that Obama's second term? Is where that would be have begun? Yeah, that is kind of where it started to get a little weird. Oh shit! You know what, Howie? I think you found a religion. We had Ron Paul running in 2012 too. That was good. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Ron Ron Paul running. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's true. And which is fairly weird. I I was going to say statistically, the more libertarians there are, kind of just doing stuff, the weirder the timeline gets. I like it. Me too. Me too. All right, that's. 
So that Roger Stone thing, that's settled. That guy's a, are a we, creep. Yeah, are, have we settled the religion yet? Do we get to check that box, or I think should we so. circle back later? I think we can, we'll talk to Roger about it. We'll get his phone number. Okay. Yeah, yeah, We'll, <laughs> we'll get his phone number. We'll get God, to We'll do it offline. The FBI is fucking scary, especially when you don't lie to the FBI, but they can just say that you lied, and there's no recourse at all. <laughs> I don't know why people even talk to them. Like, oh, I don't either. Or, or, or like, why do you lie about something that wasn't even illegal? I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't see. So what did he lie about? Um, apparently he had contact with somebody who talked to WikiLeaks and he said he didn't, I think. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We already covered that. And that's how I spiraled off into WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah. WikiLeaks. <laughs> and you're not even in a flow state right now. No, I'm way out. I'm way out. I got, I am not in the airbud zone. I can tell you that. The airbud zone. I bet those witches hardly ever get into flow states. <laughs> that was fucking witches. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's been the one thing kind of on the news that I've been looking at is the Roger Stone thing because I just, I find that whole situation to be very strange and it's building up to something, but I don't know what I'm not. Uh, this whole, the whole shutdown in the wall thing has been awesome too, to watch. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. The shutdown <laughs> is, I mean, as far as the recording of this episode goes, and I'm pretty sure two days from now when we release it, it'll still be happening. Uh, uh, the shutdown's still going on and going strong. Didn't it end? Did it? No. Um, they're talking they, about they the stopped it for end. three weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh, but okay. So it, it's it's going to come back online. Oh, so okay. Yeah. So we're going into the moratorium of the of the shutdown. We got a little. I think he wanted to open the government back up so he could do the State of the Union. <laughs> and <then laughs> can he not do the State of the again. Union during a closure? Is that is they, that true? They uninvited him. Yeah, they Pelosi uninvited him. That was Pelosi's get right. back. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's you're just serving. He's gonna do something with that. Like, yeah, he so did. You know what he did? Oh, when he he canceled her plane. Uh, he did. He canceled her plane. Fifteen ride. minutes before she was supposed to leave. Or he could just do a state of the union. Like no, I mean, no he, car. That's no... the thing. Car. He 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 canceled her plane ride. She thought yeah, she could that. be cute and get back at him by banning him from the house, which she can do. I mean, not ban him, but she can decide to not host him. And so he he's gonna go. So we'll just do it at the Senate. Right, exactly. I, mean, it, like, I heard this from somewhere. Just, Nancy Pelosi just set, I mean, if I understand the situation correctly, she just set herself up to get punched in the nose again. Yeah, I think oh, this I is going to totally backfire. Way more people are going to watch it now because of the drama surrounding it. Yeah. yeah these They don't yeah. know how to play the game anymore. It's weird. No. It's, most no. of the establishment doesn't know how to play the game in the same way he does. And I wonder if that's because he's the outsider, so he plays a different game, or if politics has just changed. I hope he ups his game and starts doing stuff like when he was running and he brought all Bill Clinton's oh, rape accusers to the debate. That was a power move that was that alpha was awesome. that was flow state that, I mean, that yeah that was a flow low. state move this president has got some fucking flow state that is he kind of does that's one thing you can hate I'm the guy if you want so much yeah i'm against so much stuff he wants to do but i love all this like drama and destroying the honor of the presidency yeah, oh yeah it's great it's you great know why i love it because we're not gonna defamed. we're just not gonna get it again for a while until some yeah, other yeah. nutcase gets elected Maybe it's uh, us. It'd be awesome if it was McAfee. Yeah. Oh, guys, <laughs> that would be a whole he's other like, level. He's, like, he's in like exile now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's on going on? He's like leading he's a, a he's like leading a revolution in the Bahamas. What's going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I guess not? he hasn't paid taxes in eight years and he's starting a war with the IRS. And so he left the country before they could arrest him. Uh-huh. And he right wants on. to uh 
says he can run for you can run if you're charged with a crime, just not if you're convicted of a felony. So <laughs> cool. So the Bahamas is uh letting him stay, I guess. Roger Stone should have gone with him. I know what the hell. Everybody who should have just fled, especially if you can go to the Bahamas. Oh, what a what a what a horrible place to be <laughs> after you flee the country. I Man, that- I was just watching those fire documentaries. Speaking of the Bahamas, pretty wild. What is that? Not that wild, but all I know wild. about that is people got ripped off and it sucked. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, they were God. definitely trying to make it more dramatic than than it was. But I watched. I, I'll tell you, I watched both documentaries. The Fire Festival. Do you remember this bird last year? No, that's what I was. I, I don't know the situation. What is that? Yeah, it was kind of. Before, I think it was before we started podcasting. It was like I don't know, like December, January last year, um, or maybe a year and a half ago or something like that. But. Uh, it was supposed to be this, I mean, basically like Woodstock times two huge festival that they were going to hold down in the Bahamas, all the, you know, the big names, all this, uh, we're going to be there. I only remember it as like a snippet in the news at the Mm -hmm. time, but then they, they, so basically what ended up happening was the guy that was running it either intentionally scammed or was just incompetent or something like that, but just bit off way more than he could chew, couldn't deliver. And they got a bunch of people down there and didn't have food or places for them to stay. And it's the fucking Bahamas. So like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing they can do. They don't even have planes to get out. And so basically for two or three days, you know, a lot of, I mean, it's not like they were, you know, shit went, <laughs> Did I see south, but they, 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 they were they didn't get what they signed up for and and uh i mean it's pretty intriguing the the one documentary the i believe the so amazon did one and netflix did one is that right I'm not sure, but did I see on Twitter that there was a guy that was like giving blowjobs for bottled yeah, water? Well, he was prepared Whoa. to. Yeah, that's, that's like that meme. I don't know if you've seen that meme, Whoa. but yeah, it, it, which was hilarious. So that was in the good documentary. There's one documentary that was really good, and one was just absolute trash. It was like it was like they mentioned the fire festival once in order to launch an hour and a half campaign against millennials, basically. How many? How many? Water <laughs> and then jammed some anti-Trump stuff in at the end. It was how like many the most like bottles? stupid. Was he getting per suck? What I don't I don't understand. I was that. wondering that too. Like, so how many it, the, water the bottles do you was, charge for a blowjob? Like if you're thirsty, <laughs> it's good, you gotta have a case. It's gotta be a case. Well, it, it was pretty funny you actually. Really and, the whole day's worth, right? The the uh, the bird. Have you heard? Do you know exactly like what was going on here? No, I don't. I don't know anything about the situation. So yeah. So I guess so. The, the guy that's running the whole thing, uh, fuck Billy something. I don't remember what his name is, but he's like yeah. you know. 25 26 27 oh, just made a bunch okay. of connections with has had uh, ability to get capital and oh. raise capital and 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 so he started to surround himself with people that could you know do their job like market this thing and 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 uh i guess one of his like right hand men was i don't know would you say like 40 mid 40s just gay dude um apparently probably very competent and uh was down there and i mean at, but the the grand theme of the four months leading up to this festival was just a rolling dumpster fire. It was just oh. fire after fire after fire after fire, and they were just trying not to make the news. They were just trying to do enough to just get to the next day, basically. Oh my and God. then they did, and they did, and they did, and they did all the way up until the actual day of. And I think the day before, they didn't even have any like drinking water available. Oh, my God. And and they needed like pallets of, of, of water bottles chipped in. And so, but they, it got held up at customs mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, God knows whatever. But, um, so he customs. calls, you know, hit this assistant who happens to be gay. And he's like, I need you to go down to the customs office 
and I need you to do, or I need you to suck this guy's dick to get oh. the the, <laughs> the water in. And so he does, he's like prepared to do it, but the custom guy just like lets him go or something like that. But he was like, oh. I'm 40 years old and, I, and I've had a 20 year career and never in my life have I gone down ready to suck somebody's dick. For- <laughs> Like, it was pretty crazy. So, okay, so that's the situation, is it wasn't just a a rant. See, because the way Howie said it, I was thinking it was some random guy on the street just giving blowjobs. No, no, no. No, this was a business deal. He's like a a, a professional market. Oh, yeah, this was a real business deal and a power move on part of the U.S. Customs, by the way. Oh, huge power move. Power move from all parties involved. Dude, imagine so if, you, talking about flow. if you didn't have to pay taxes, but you literally mm-hmm. had to suck a guy's dick. Alpha. So alpha. Oh, suck shit. Suck a dick is alpha. That is alpha. That is alpha. Big time alpha. Holy power shit. Move. That is a power move. That's how move. you establish dominance. Hey, that is a you, strong rod gotta- move. That is something else. That is a great story. I just I went to go and save a bunch of people. I had to suck a dick to provide mm-hmm. water for the people. That is great. Man. Pretty wild. And then the other one, the other documentary was just complete garbage. And 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 what does John McAfee have to do with this situation? Oh, Bahamas. does he have that anything the, to that do with this? That was the least common denominator. Oh, I don't know. Did he go to the festival? Is that why he's in the Bahamas? I don't know. I don't think does the Bahamas not have extradition or something like that. I believe that's why he went there. Yeah, yeah I think that's a pretty well known fact that the Bahamas. There's like a lot of stuff you can do down there. Oh, there's really? There's like no extradition to the United States. I think they've got a lot of weird financial shit. A lot of people oh, go to the Bahamas. Nice. Okay. Okay. Plus, it's like right there. I mean, it's like it a, is. a thirty minute, you know, single engine prop ride to the Florida. Hmm. So, well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, a lot of weird shit, and I think Howie's right. I think it started around 2012 is when this all kind of kicked off. And yeah. uh, it's just been getting very weird in 2019. St- oh, oh, uh, follow-up to last week's episode. Uh, Stefan has not stopped at all. No. In fact, uh, it almost seems like when we released that episode, he took it as... Another gear. Uh, yeah, he took it up a notch for <laughs> us. And so, Stefan, Did you see- see, if you're listening, keep buddy... Keep going. <laughs> Did you see there was a tweet today where he's like, never going to f- forgive the people who made it so that he can't like vacation on Mars now? <laughs> like, <laughs> what And what color were right. those people that he's blaming t- now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me pull up the tweet and see if we can figure out. Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah. He, talk- he, he talked around it. <laughs> yeah. He, also, I'm, feel uh, free to dive into any other tweets that he may have. He's, he is sure they're gold. Now, Carr, in all seriousness. He is a hundred tweets away from dropping an end bomb, right? Like he's, Jeez, dude, we're getting close. Uh, he's I mean, getting there. I mean, the it's thing that I will say. Point. So this had to do with that Muslim congresswoman too. What? Who's the Muslim congresswoman? <laughs> uh, Ilhan Omar. I guess she's I trying to get leniency for some guys who tried to join ISIS, and so. <laughs> oh come Stephane, on! You can't. <laughs> So Stefan oh. tweets, when I was a kid, I believed we would have jetpacks and vacations to Mars by now. I will You're never forgive those who destroyed this dream. Well, rep, Jesus, that is rep, a rep child. Il- rep, rep Ilhan Omar facing new scrutiny over past efforts to win leniency for nine men. That's trying a to join child. ISIS. Like, what is the, what is the is Mars? I don't know. Mars you, to do talking it. about Santa Claus. But he jammed into one tweet. <laughs> what the, that is a kid talking about Santa Claus. That's all that is. It, is. is it because of ISIS we can't go to Mars? What I don't the know. hell? <laughs> I, somebody i mean uh, somebody i was looking thing, at here's these... the thing about steph right now is that not only is it just 
bananas, but it's also just very low flow, very weak rod. No, no flow in, in his tweets. Yeah, I've, he, I've only heard him on like Tom Woods and he so- sounded reasonable on Tom's show. Has he? Yeah, is that he hasn't the been only on Tom's show in like two show? years. And two years ago, Molly was like still borderline pretty reasonable. I, I feel like he was on like this year. Was he? Yeah, they definitely weren't talking about race and IQ, though. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, they were they were more talking about uh, social media and the ability to... Right, deplatforming. Yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah. that was it. Which, Dave you know, is, I mean, Dave, it was an interesting conversation, great conversation. Dave's yeah, the only one right. that's he had him on like maniac. since then, as far as I know. Dave's the only one who's had him on since uh, like this is this uh this situation has been occurring hasn't been on tom woods hasn't been on lions hasn't been on shit bob murphy's got a new show maybe he'll go there <laughs> god i yeah i don't know man it, it's uh i mean what? he's gonna start alienating himself from i mean i i'd say that but i mean i guess for, according to aaron and you too last last episode it sounds like he's like doing really well Oh, got a lot of listeners and stuff like that. I just wonder if at some point he's going to completely alienate himself from the libertarian movement. I think, he, yeah, I, I, I wonder if he's already done that, actually, to be yeah. completely honest with you. I don't see anyone who I would consider sort of in the liberty movement really talking positively about Stefan Molyneux. I see a lot of people who seem new to the movement, yeah. which is perfectly understandable. But the old timers who've been around way longer than I have, they flipped on him. A long time ago, mm-hmm. as evidenced mm-hmm. by his lack of appearances on podcasts, I, I think. Yeah, although I don't know how how often was he like four years ago? How often was he go, you know making the rounds on libertarian podcasts? I feel like I remember he, he was on Rogan a few years ago. Yes, he was. was. He really? I think that was, that was the first horrible. Time I, that's the first time I ever heard him. That's a horrible oh, I don't, episode too. I didn't, didn't realize that. Yeah, hmm. that is. Yeah, he even back. To, I mean, he's always been a little, you know different a little weird but now there's like malice behind it and it's <laughs> I, I, speaking of malice that's the that's the part where i realized it wasn't just me who thought stefan was off was michael malice on a podcast once was like is he still a libertarian like michael malice had to question and that's michael malice who actively makes it a thing to be like i'm not going to pick fights with libertarians i'm just not going to yeah do yeah that. and to so if michael malice doesn't know so, uh, there's an issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. an issue there. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, so what's he saying that's not libertarian? I know he wants to build a wall. What else is he like? Well, the thing, the thing isn't so much that like, like I think we were talking about this last week, and I know that there are some people that that that. Well, without getting too d- down the rabbit yeah, hole, yeah. Because even if you disagree with him, which I do. Um, Hey, he that's not an argument, things. Howie. He could Howie, don't start things, that. Still not, he could think those things, but still not like argue for government to do anything about it. Right, yeah, and yeah. I, and, I don't and, know if that, he is or not. Right, and I think that's what we were saying. We we reiterated that, that as far as I know, he has never advocated for, like, you know, whatever, physical... Well, I don't know if he's ever advocated for physical... He's never really advocated for violence, and so therefore, yeah, I mean, technically, by some measure, I, you know, he's still... A libertarian it's it's more the fact that like i was saying last episode of opportunity cost of like why why are you focused so much on this when you could be focused on on furthering the yeah 
you know, liberty rather than uh, it's just like, so yeah, I mean, I guess he's a libertarian, but maybe it's not that he left libertarianism, but other libertarians left him. It could be that. Yeah. I I was thinking that he said that I think at one point, Oh no, maybe I'm thinking of fucking Liberty hangout, which is a different story entirely. (laughs) Maybe Stefan's going to find out. Do you think think something happened to him? Like, he was in like a bad mixed race situation or oh, something shit. like somebody beat, beat him up or some shit or like something <laughs> with his wife. That's interesting because you know what, Howie, it seems almost like that. Like it, it came on so quickly. Yeah. Like you don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden be like, you know what? I hate non-whites or not yeah. hate, but yeah. like, I mean, like where does it, that, it just came out of the blue. It seems like, I feel like something happened. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. And, and as we were saying, like, I don't, hate him for it i just yeah it's just like one of those things like man you were you were so great and now we're doing this thing like come on man yeah. what did what did you guys call him the preeminent anarchist philosopher on youtube oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah aaron <laughs> the foremost <laughs> anarchist the foremost. philosopher on youtube, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> dude you can't you couldn't explain that sentence to someone 100 years ago at all <laughs> no part of that sentence Oh, God, shit. that's funny. Yeah, that's good stuff. That is that seems to be the thing in the liberty movement that like has been rocking the most has been is he going to fall off? Right? Is yeah. is he fully off? Like there there's still a distinct difference between Chris Cantwell and Stefan Molyneux in that Chris yes. Cantwell oh, yeah. will True. openly and actively advocate for violence against people that he doesn't like. And that yeah, is the is step crazy. that you have to take. And I don't know, I wasn't around for Chris Cantwell when he decided to make that change. I would like to know what caused Chris Cantwell to make that change because I genuinely want to try and save Stefan Molyneux. I think he is a smart dude who, Universal Basic Preference, a pretty good book it's a pretty good book and it explains a lot of the the principles of liberty that i would try and explain to people in language i would use so it he's a valuable guy with i mean his mind is valuable and he's has sympathies to a pretty niche thing that we believe it's just he's like on the edge and i want to know what happened <laughs> like you how yeah. you're saying you think it was an event i don't know what the hell it was i don't know why iq's become the emphasis i it, it's very strange to me and it's not just me or you guys it seems to be everyone in the liberty movement is looking at him like why do you care so much it's yeah. so weird point? Caring not, like judge people as individuals like this group this whole group thing is such a lefty like it it is i'm obviously idea. i don't i don't understand how Obviously, like, people fall into cultures and have patterns about their cultures. And we all do things as, like, Americans. We share general cultures of things that we do because it's just what we've done, right? So people inherently in their cultures are different. I don't see what the the IQ thing has anything to do with that. If that's about aptitude in performance at a job, take an aptitude test. What is he... Yeah. I don't know what he wants because they vote for more socialism. The most socialist... Uh, socialism was invented by fucking white people. I, yeah, I, and the most socialist country in terms of, you know, like as Scott Horton says, in terms of skulls is probably what Soviet Union. I don't think Mao beat Stalin. And even uh, if he did, it, East Asians have a higher intelligence quotient. That, well, that yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, between... Between Hitler, Stalin, and Mao, uh, you, you've got a, the trifecta right there. So. I don't, I don't understand the. It's not that I don't understand the reasoning that people of low IQ vote for uh, socialism. Sure. 
but it ignores the fact that people of high IQ vote for socialism. Yeah, also vote for socialism. In <laughs> fact, people of high IQ seem to vote for an even worse kind of socialism. Well, yeah, maybe it's that they want or are tricked into believing they want socialism and then they have the IQ to actually like make it happen. Yeah, make like, it in really the worst fucking, fucking way. happen. I definitely think it's two camps. There's some people that just don't know any better and there's people that do and they just want to exploit the situation. Yeah, right. Yeah, that seems to be more what it is, is is an ignorance uh, right. versus knowledge thing, not an ability to intake knowledge thing. Mm-hmm. And, and again, Cubans... Cubans are some of the biggest Republican voters in the entire Hispanic voting base because they've yep. been under socialism for so long. What's the thing there? Oh, so maybe do we want Venezuelans to come here then? Will they? Oh, leave? that's Man, a, what the fuck that's is a going fucking, on with Venezuela right that's now? A, that's going to that? pop off. If we go to war in Venezuela, that's, yeah, yeah, that's my gonna, lord. And that happened no out of nowhere. Anything to do there? That's going to be a nightmare I, because that that another you know guerrilla type that yeah. if we. If we start there, man, that's going to go for 20 years. I've thought for a while that, that the next place the United States was going to go was South America, but I never really thought of why. If we're going to South America, we. If they're going to South America, then they're going to Venezuela. And I just I don't think they ever will just because the Hispanic base in the United States in general uh, is is much larger than the Middle Eastern base. There's just more people who would raise a ruckus about going and killing South Americans nowadays. Uh, so I hope that is the case. But I, it's it's starting to really get hot over there. Do we know anything about this dude who is the president now, apparently? Maduro? No, the, well, the, the new president or the... Well, self- he, he's... I don't know. Is he the president? He says he is. He says he is. The, yeah. the United States was like, okay, we'll we'll back you. Yeah, we'll back you. But but not the because... military and everybody still says the original president's Maduro. Oh, president, so. Maduro still has the military. Well, then he still. Yeah, has and the I presidency. think Russia is sending people to like protect him. Oh, that's too. great. Oh, great. <laughs> fuck. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Another, Another proxy, proxy war, war with is Russia. Exactly what we want. <laughs> what the sh- fuck, man? Why do people do this? What is? Why do people care? Why do you people care? Bring the Venezuelans here! Oh, wait. Then now we go back to Stefan Molyneux. Fucking, if, if they're suffering, bring them here! F- fucking, they, I live near a Venezuelan community. There's always jobs to be had. Open the fucking borders and bring them in and have them work. Stop with this fucking going around and killing people and then wondering why they want to fucking come here and vote for socialism. Can, what is are, that? Don't people who suffer through communism like end up being pretty anti? Yeah, like, the, the Cuban East, thing. Eastern yeah. Europeans and every, everybody. Like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, that's what Bird was saying with Cuba. The like, Cuban like, thing. Come here and, you know, we we would say that the Republicans are also socialists, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, if from their frame of reference. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe it's, it's got to be bad enough, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. It does. It has to be bad right. enough. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand the logic behind that at all. And I would love if we stayed out of it and let's keep going with this fucking Syria pullout thing that he uh, has been <clears throat> wavering on. Well, it looks like we're trying to get an excuse. Like they told our ambassadors they had to leave in 72 hours and the US is like, "Nope, we're staying." Yeah, yeah I don't I don't know. Just like Go ahead, do something. There is a lot of fuckery uh, going on right now. And we couldn't even have our moment of just pulling out of one place. Yeah. Because it didn't last long enough for the media to forget about it, but the people to remember. Like, the media shut it down as it happened, and now there's no no movement on that. So, uh, yeah, I got excited for it because it's a nice thing to hear, but who the, fu- who the fuck actually thought that was happening? I, I don't know. I thought they already... I thought they did start bringing some troops out. And I, I sh- you know what? I sure hope so. 
I, I, I think when that. the general is like, well, Bolton's not in charge of us. We, <laughs> yeah. The president said, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows? Yeah, a lot of yeah. weird fuckery. A lot of weird fuckery going on around there. And, and then in Venezuela, and then fucking, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Very strange. Yeah, Venezuela, man, that is a, that is just a, I wish I need to read up on that because I just, I, I don't know. All, I mean, I know the basics, but uh, it, that just sounds like a, Real crappy situation for the Venezuelan people. France falling apart kind of came out of the blue too. Yeah, man, it kind of <laughs> did. Kind of. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure for the for the right people that were properly connected, it didn't. But uh, for me, I, I just didn't see all those riots and all that coming. I mean, that's still going on, right? Yeah. At first, I thought it was great because they didn't want to pay like taxes or whatever. But I guess they also want all this free shit too. They're like, we want sure. free this, 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 and this, and also we don't want to pay all these taxes anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah they, they weren't quite. Real. It doesn't yeah. really work. It was like a bittersweet revolution. Like it was like they're well, they're revolting against the current government, but it just seems like they want a new government. Not that they they want a different government. They just want kind of a polished version of the old one. It's eh, whatever. Man, I was skimming through. Uh, I don't remember what statistics it was, but like GDP and and percent of uh, government spending that occupies the GDP, and and I was blown away. I think France was number one. I mean, they, they that is a huge government relative to the. You know the actual size of the nation, population of the people. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it takes yeah, that number one much number for two people or... nowadays to revolt against their government is ninety percent of your income. <laughs> it takes that much. It's crazy. Yeah, what the fuck? We are in the wrong century, my guys. Yeah, uh, no joke. What was interesting though was like how, I mean, you know, we complain a lot about uh, the government here, and as we should because it's a fucking nightmare but uh i was shocked at how small relatively to the gdp uh ours is compared to you know maybe the top 20 Mm. countries and i mean that's just got to be so like obviously we have the foreign policy that we all disagree with and is is horrendous um but just lit you know thinking about increasing the size of the and scope of domestic central planning by 30 or 40 percent you know and living under that that would be uh, as bad as it already is yeah it's right. like god damn man like can you imagine day-to-day in france or something like that where you're just getting taxed left and right and you've got to get even you know more permits than we're already getting and more of that i was just in ireland in october and one thing that was pretty cool um you can get this like card and every time you buy something and you pay tax on it, when you leave the country, cause you're not Irish, you get all the tax money back that you paid. What? Oh yeah. Huh. U.S. would never do something like that. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. I can't even understand why anyone would do something like that. But, but doesn't, isn't Ireland kind of one of those countries that, that sees, uh, that, that acts as a haven for, for taxes in order to attract capital i mean uh, don't yeah, a lot yeah. of co- I have, corporations I think they have a low corporate tax yeah yeah like a lot of people are incorporated in ireland uh maybe they maybe the the they figured it out a little bit like uh yeah we can we can be uh not the dirtiest uh shirt in the laundry <laughs> attract some money it's like ireland is taking like a deposit from you <laughs> yeah don't fuck anything up <laughs> <laughs> give it back to you at the end of the trip <laughs> but if but if you start like messing shit up <laughs> hitting there's mailboxes kid, there's this kid I knew in uh, 
like high school who was a he became like a famous like Irish step dancer. Oh shit! And he drank a lot, and he actually got banned from Ireland. He's not allowed in the country. Dude, anymore. what? What really? <laughs> man, what that's is going epic. on? Like, just like, actually, just shit, banned how from much the did you have to drink? Like, what did you do to get banned from Ireland for drinking too much? What is going on what with the think? Irish and the step dancing thing? I I, <laughs> I went to Catholic <laughs> school, big Irish population. All of them step danced. What is the deal there? <laughs> I don't know. My cousin, uh, my little cousin. Well, they had that one famous dancer uh michael f- something from like the 80s flatley, you remember that michael flatley michael something? flatley yeah michael flatley. yeah i was at a restaurant in ireland they had like his shoes in a glass case yeah dude they're obsessed <laughs> with that yeah. yeah we got we got his shoes in a glass case oh look it's michael flatley shoes oh <laughs> come on in that's great we don't do enough irish impressions actually that's, that's true. That we should probably that load up <laughs> oh man that's yeah that great. goes with the viewers that's great Listen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a that's an interesting thing, the step dancing thing. I uh I, I really dig Ireland and Ireland's vibe. I think the Irish like really get into stuff. Like I, I'm waiting for if there was gonna be a, a revolution in a country, Ireland seems like the place where it's gonna it could pop off at any minute. They still seem to have that like spirit that has been broken. They're all constantly drunk enough to just all simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me fighting. too. I mean, <laughs> it's a it's, it's a revolution, aka just a nationwide bar fight, dude. That is a flow state of a country for sure. It okay. is, man. Flow, Airbud, love it. <laughs> flow, Airbud, love it. <laughs> do do people even understand the Airbud reference? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do I? I'm not sure. <laughs> Other know, than my like, like unhinged rant about the Airbud series like five months ago on the website, mm. you actually I know what the movie is. I've never watched it though, dude. No, I went on a I went on a <laughs> like a, a deep dive on all of the Airbud movies. I don't know why I looked up Airbud in the first place, but I uh, I and so I was tweeting about it for uh, for a minute, dude. They made like five of those things. They did. They did. And yeah, like the last <laughs> one that I one. found. Dude, I got to find this thing. I got to find I hate to like reference my own Twitter uh, on this podcast, but this is too urgent. Uh, Are you looking for me... the list of Airbud movies? No, I'm I'm looking for a quote. Okay. Wait, which one's which one's the best Airbud? Airbud. If I had to, if Air I had to watch two. one, what would you recommend? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever actually seen any. That's bullshit. How have you not seen an Airbud? That's uh, what? How have I not seen an Airbud? Yeah, what the fuck? Like it's shit. a movie about a dog that does sports. <laughs> the first one looked like absolute dog shit, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so disrespectful. Does the dog talk or anything? No, that's the best part, mm-hmm. is it's just a dog that does stuff. It's like a made-for-TV yeah. movie. Even the first one is like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, but they, yeah, so the... They they made like five of these things. Yeah, first one uh, came out ninety seven. Okay, so here it is. Here it is. This is Airbud Five. Airbud <laughs> Spikes Back is the fifth <laughs> and final in the original Airbud series. The film series itself was followed by a spinoff series, the Air Buddies franchise. It was released on June twenty fourth, two thousand three, as a direct video sequel. Dude, I gotta read you this. Okay. <laughs> This is Airbud Air seventh inning fetch. This, <laughs> this is, is what, the, dude. This is po- this podcast. I love this podcast. Sometimes I'm really happy that we do it because we we go from libertarianism to talking about Airbud, and I know yeah. for a fact none of our listeners are phased. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, "Oh yeah, we're on no, Airbud." Our now. listeners probably like at ten minutes in, they were like, "Hmm, I wonder when the Airbud's coming." Yeah, that's right. 
Oh, shit. How did we get on okay. there, bud? <laughs> Check this out. This is the plot summary on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia, known website of having a lot of information. The plot summary for Airbud 5 spikes back, which the fucking, like, the cover art is just insane. It's so fucking <laughs> stupid. All right, here's the plot. In Disney's fifth installment to the franchise, Buddy finds that he is, also has the uncanny ability ability to play volleyball. Throughout this experience, he and a talking parrot stop some crooks. Andrea attempts to earn money to fly out to California to visit Tammy after her family must move there. Josh has decided to play football at college for the summer instead of returning home for summer vacation. This is a, that's a, that's that's a sitcom episode. That's insane. It's two. It's three sentences, and none of it makes sense. I don't no. know who these people are. No, nope. dude, this dog plays basketball, soccer. He's a beast. And, yeah, and, he's and volleyball. volleyball. He's an American it's, hero. He's like the Carmelo yeah. Anthony of dogs. Budget $5 million. They yeah. spent $5 million Holy to shit. make a fifth Air Bud movie. Holy shit. That is nuts. It blows my mind that people sat around a table and like, yeah, this is a good idea. And like greenlit yeah. this, get, put money into it. Speaking it's of- shitheads like those that make it hard to defend capitalism. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like the, I, I'm like, oh, look at all this government waste. And then they're like, oh, what about Airbud 5? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Speaking of sitting around a table, I have to derail this for a second because, Howie, now that we have you here, um, you and I kind of just started interacting on Twitter, I think, just kind of randomly. Like, nobody put us together. We, you, I think uh, I started following you and... and uh, and I, I, I was looking at your tweets. You do a great deal of retweeting for just like the community in general. Like you're always on the <laughs> podcast. Do you, is that all? You, is that one major thing you do? Is just listen to podcasts? Yeah, um, too many actually. Because I'd heard about you guys a while back, but it just oh you did when I Ooh. when I heard um your advertisements on Scott Horton show. That's like oh yeah, I need to check them out. Oh so shit! I started. Is that what Listen did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but that, and I thought it was really cool what you guys were doing, help him out writing the new book and everything too. Yeah, that is, and that's been something. I hope we get to talk about that when that's all said and done. Sounds like a lot of work. It is something <laughs> yeah, else. We yeah, have so many behind, people helping us so though. But, yeah. bad, but I've got to like cram a bunch of shit in tomorrow yeah, uh, for I, Scott. Jesus. Yeah, we got to, yeah, it's been, it has been a challenge. It's really interesting to see the book writing process like the editing and the research it is a lot of shit so it's it brings you a lot of respect for people who write books anyway the 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 thing was so we started interacting and then i put the name together i was like wait a minute howie snowden oh this is lions of liberty now what is the relationship between you and lions of liberty and then i have a question after that because in a way i think lions of liberty inspired this podcast and i'll i'll say that after but what is your kind of relationship with that show so um mark claire we were um we both went to penn state um we were in the same fraternity. We were actually roommates for like a year, but I pretty much converted him to libertarianism. Oh, okay. So then he started the podcast, and I just go on all the time. You do, yeah. I, I thought you were kind of a, a recurring They want me to have like my own show, like, well, we got to do it every week, and like, oh, I can't oh, commit yeah. to that. that is, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so the I, problem. I might do some like Patreon like special things sometimes. I don't oh, know. yeah? Like, cool. my biggest thing's foreign policy, and I feel like I'm just going to sound like a poor man, Scott Horton. I don't know. I think, well, to be fair... <laughs> are, aren't we all, though, I was going to say, yeah. a poor man, Scott Horton, doesn't actually <clears throat> say anything, because everyone else is a poor man, Scott Horton, if you're yeah. in foreign policy. So, 
It's like being like, oh, I'm a, you're a poor man's Socrates. It's like, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the case is. <laughs> so, and, and now the reason why I say that is because in a way, and Car, I don't know if you uh, were a watcher of Lines of Liberty at the time or if you tuned in for these specific episodes, but I, one of the things that made me want to do a podcast with you was we had the libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor vibe. And I was like, you know what? More of that is something I could see people wanting to listen to. Because that's my favorite Lions of Liberty stuff, is the libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. I just wish it was easier to say when you were drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, Yeah, so that, dude, that's where I put it together. I was like, oh, it's Howie Snowden from that, from those episodes. And so it's great to have you on here to do our own flow, libertarians in the flow state. <laughs> oh, libertarians in the foyer in the flow state. <laughs> Fags in the foyer. Fags in the foyer in the flow state. <laughs> in the flow state. So yeah, dude, I I do. I love those episodes. Everybody who and there's actually a lot of our listeners. St- I've I are, are unfamiliar with Lions of Liberty. I've talked to a lot of people about. Hey, you should listen to Lions of Liberty. What's Lions of Liberty? So there's still so much room for Lions of Liberty to grow, and yet they're probably like. They have to be one of the top five libertarian podcasts. So everybody has to go over to those and especially listen to the libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. Because if you like the vibe of this podcast, that's where it came from for me. That was like, I want to model this. And so we did. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, so. Lines of Liberty has always been uh, has been a great podcast, and I, I I feel like there's so many podcasts that I kind of rotate around, so I haven't been in line, Lines of Liberty rotation recently yeah but yeah definitely the huge influence and actually i i'll say this uh i think it was back when we had when i was on i had my last podcast mark claire or somebody operating the lines of liberty twitter uh, actually reached out and like encouraged us to keep going so it was really cool i mean i really like mark claire and i got a lot of respect for him so um it's you know that's a great podcast so for anybody not listening to that already add that to the list it's a shame um, it's a shame that one day we have to like clout attack mark claire but when it happens yeah it happens. yep you know <laughs> so what's, <laughs> so what's the status of the robbie the fire feud oh well uh i don't know if we uh particularly want to say anything but uh maybe maybe everyone should check out robbie's podcast once in a while maybe something will be happening on there who knows yeah who knows yeah uh, I don't yeah. like Robbie. Uh, I I'd be yeah. hard pressed to say anybody likes Robbie Bernstein. Robbie uh, doesn't like Robbie. Huh? No, <laughs> and he knows it. And he knows it, and so he yeah. takes it out on everyone else. That's that's. And you know, guys listen to, to part of the problem when Mike Brancatelli was on. No, actually, yep. I never got into part. Man, of the problem I wasn't a part I... of the problem when uh, Jess uh, was on, <laughs> like before Mike. Oh wow, that's before me. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first real libertarian podcast I started listening to. Was Dave Smith? Mm-hmm. Dave's been doing it for a fucking long time. And, Forever. And I started listening that, in, yeah. yeah, in like 12 or 13 or something. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Howie, what is your what is your go-to libertarian podcast nowadays? Um, besides, besides, uh, besides Lions of Liberty, like the two, the when they pop up in my feed I have to listen to like immediately is Scott Horton Show and Part of the Problem. Yeah, those yeah. are mine as well, actually. That's yeah, pretty that's much very the much. same. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know if you, you guys listen, we do a, a Liberty draft every year and you pick like, yes. people for like a Liberty team. So, so far on my team, I've got Scott and Dave Smith. 
Oh man, that's how did that's you get killer. both of them in the draft? Route. Yeah, <laughs> how did you get both of those guys in the same draft? Well, I mean, other people got like Ron Paul and Tom Woods and shit like that. Yeah, but, but I still, but Ron I still feel like I got some pretty solid picks. Ron Paul is done with us, dude. He just wants to. <laughs> he, he just yeah, wants we, to hang. We out. need to move on. I mean, he's great and all, but. Yeah, he's he's got to chill. He's an old dude now. He's got to hang out. He's done his part. He's got to, yeah, just just let it all hang out, drink some beers on the beach. Yeah, man, that's that that's cool. But uh, it is I'm, exciting to see that net the next generation that that he really fostered come up into prominence and and start to create content and be vocal and and uh, for those that are interested in it, participate in the political process, I guess or you know, go the other way and, and, and become involved with, with Bitcoin and, sh- you know, shit like that. Like, it, it, it's it's really cool to see that. It's amazing. I was converted by Ron Paul in, like, 97, and now there are so many more libertarians than there were back then. Oh, man. That's I'd nice be- to hear. <laughs> Jeez, that is good to hear. So you, were, so you were a Ron Paul fan back in the 90s? Yeah, I was, uh, when I was a junior in high school, I was a congressional page, and so I'd see him, like, speak on the House floor all the time and went, like, talked to him a few times. He gave me some books he wrote and shit, and... Like everybody else just sounded like they were full of shit whenever they were up there like talking and I'm like that guy makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Uh we were talking with uh um uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but Jesse Walker, he's a writer at Reason. Um he was involved with like the pirate radio movement and he was telling stories about he and some of the uh, pirate radio guys from Texas, like trying to talk to Ron Paul back in the nineties. And it was pretty funny. It's just funny to hear about it. Cause like my, my history with him starts in 2007, basically. Um, and of course he had been around, uh, since the seventies. So, um, you know, as an act- as a figure. So, um, yeah, that's... I mean, back in the day, there weren't libertarian podcasts. Like I think right. all, all I had was like, I'd read like Lou Rockwell.com. That's <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> about <it>. What about <laughs> Ron Paul in the nineties turned you into a libertarian? What was, what was the, what's the deal there? What was he doing in the nineties? So, so when I got to DC, like I had no political beliefs at all. So I was just trying to find out like, Oh, what do Republicans say? What do Democrats say? Uh, well, then like, we hold on Howie. Cause then we have to go back. Why'd you go to DC? Um, I was a appointed as a congressional page by Congressman Kajorski, so I worked like on the House floor and in the Democratic cloakroom. Oh, to your status. semester. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you're <laughs> Shut it down. Evil, Shut it down, Bird. <laughs> you're an evil government fed, and <laughs> <laughs> once once, right. a, once a congressional page, always a congressional page. <laughs> what is that? Con- Shut this fucker down. A congressional page. The, uh, the program. That's um, weird. You would do stuff like take packages from different congressmen's offices to other Just ones. Or oh, like that's kind of, that's kind of answer fun. the phones and go and get them on the floor. Like, Hey, there's like Al Gore's on the phone for you. Congressman, whoever you got <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so when you pick up the phone, do they go like, are they in, are they talking lizard or do they have to speak in English? And then they do the lizard thing when they're alone. Is that how, did you ever hear any lizard? No. Um, oh, this was a <laughs> he goes, one, oh, one, maybe. one interesting story, though. Um, do you guys know who Mark Foley was or is? No. Wait, the wrestler? No, no, not Nick, Nick Foley. Mar- Mark Nick. Foley, he was a Republican congressman who turned out to be like a gay pedophile and got kicked oh. out. Oh, Jesus. So, like, like 10 years ago or something? Yeah, so I, 
I didn't know that at the time. Were he, you one of his like, pages? We would like we would like go over to his place and oh was like God. smoke cigars and shit. Oh my Do God. Do we have another big episode to, <laughs> and I re- to record? How I we- remember he had this like get a come a clean. Of him and this like super hot woman. He's like, oh, that's me, and my girlfriend. Where were we? He's like, oh yeah, we were at a party at Donald Trump's that night. And oh like, shit, wow, that guy's cool. But after that's we were done good. being pages, I guess his mo was like. He would get to know like pages when they were there, but then after they left and like turned eighteen, then he'd like make the moves on them. So he tried to like hook up with a friend of mine. Oh my god. And this was when the Bill Clinton impeachment stuff was going on oh. and Hustler magazine said they'd pay like a million dollars for people at dirt on Republicans. Oh shit. So I like I'd like go to the store, buy like a Hustler magazine so I could find like a phone number to call somebody there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, Mark Foley's a gay pedophile. Uh, <laughs> And but apparently, unless he like came out against Clinton, like I wouldn't get any money, and he never did. And oh. so it was, it was maybe like five or ten. I don't know. It was a long time after that till he got actually kicked out. Wow! Uh, wow! So you sh- he where did he tu- did he touch you or was it it was after you? Yeah, well, no, I, tried- I assume he did touch Howie. So where did he touch? You? <laughs> yeah, where was it? Where was where? the? Where was the time? Was there any adrenochrome sucking? What was the deal there? No, he's <laughs> he's by the book. He waits till you're 18. Oh, so yeah, wait, what makes him a pedophile? What I understand, he like, he like, uh, and I don't know how he knew because the friend of mine who he did like try to hook up with turns out to be gay. I didn't know it at the time, uh-huh. but I guess you could tell. Oh shit! But he would just, we would just like all go over there and like hang out. That's, this, like that is crazy. Place <laughs> on Capitol Hill. Jesus Christ! But it was it was cool meeting a lot of people there. Like Newt Gingrich was uh, the speaker of the house at the time. Oh yeah, and that was when like Sonny Bono was in Congress. <laughs> That's a wild time. What did was the what's the old roaring nineties as they I was say? Say right, what, guys? Is the, what is the old saying that the nineties were kind of buck wild? Is that what I would, yeah? I the nineties were buck wild. <laughs> the nineties were kind of buck wild. They were. <laughs> That is Things crazy. Things have gotten a lot different since the nineties. Yeah. Who is the most when you were all right when you were a page? Which again, I love that term because I just met like you're wearing like chainmail and you're going around <laughs> <laughs> your package, sir. Um, who was the 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 person during that time period who you came into contact with who made you the most uncomfortable? Uh, maybe other than ah. Mark Foley. And no, um, I assume he was pretty comfortable. Yeah, that's true. He was pretty comfortable. They were <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, actually, people like Nancy Pelosi were really nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, Nancy seems like she's, lately, she's, like, lost more. Yeah. It's lately. She's really lost the soul behind her eyes, like, lately. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I could, nobody ever. Schumer? Did you ever meet Schumer? I don't know. God, no, Schumer so, like I, so I didn't monster. meet a lot of people. Schumer, Schumer's a gangster, bro. <laughs> Schumer's yeah. a fucking gangster. Huh. Yeah, nobody really sucked that bad. Really? Okay. Okay. I guess they, they, they more, have to they keep more would just like ignore. ignore yeah, you. it's either they ignore or they have to keep the charismatic face. And I, I think very few people are actually lizards. Like, I bet if you, if you had met Ted Cruz <laughs> at the time, there would be more of a, oh, God, that guy's just unappealing. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Did you guys hear Billy Corgan talking about like saying he actually saw someone shift into like lizard form? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Who? Billy Billy Corgan Corgan? from the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, he he brought it up. I forget where he brought it up, but then he was on Rogan later, and Joe did ask him about it. That's right. And he stuck by his story, but he said he wouldn't tell him like who it was until like after they were off the air. Oh shit! What? Yeah. (laughs) 
because he said he, he, he didn't sound like it was a three-hour podcast and he didn't sound like insane or anything and at the end it was just like yeah yeah shift into wizards i think that guy <laughs> writes, like, oh. i think that guy writes for the wwe though so maybe maybe he's oh, just a creative yeah, character maybe <laughs> who knows that would be you know what if I, it's one of those things where and I, I and I say it in all seriousness. I consider myself a grounded person, but if you told me that there was a syndicate of non-human beings in the government, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. Could we really yeah. say we would be shocked? Why not? Why not? What's the difference? I'm almost rooting for it, honestly. Yeah, right. It would make it all make sense at least. <laughs> yeah. It would make it all make sense. Well. We can round it out here. I mean, Howie, this has been this has been great. This is this is exactly the vibe. This is the vibe right here. What is yeah. uh, what's been your flow state journey? Tell us. This is a new thing we do on this podcast. We ask everybody about what they've done lately to uh, achieve the flow state. Have you been flowing lately? I know you've seen my flow tweets. <laughs> not not lately. But, uh, <laughs> I used no. to I used to be shut digging. down in the first <laughs> first segment of flow state. No, I I used weekly. to uh, I used to be like real into like Wim Hof and his like like yeah. No, that ice dude's water a beast. and breathing techniques and that yeah. kind of shit. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I, got, I have some breathing techniques I suggest, yeah. <laughs> I was a, like, yoga guy for a while until oh, I hurt shit, my shoulder. Oh, shit, really? Yeah? But I probably the only time I think I've ever actually experienced flow states was running. I used to run, like, marathons, ultra marathons. Yeah. Oh, really? Jesus. That's crazy. Shit. That'll put you that in was- a flow state. Uh, and I mean, I'm not by any means an athletic person. And that would that'll do it. That'll put you in a flow state. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. Flow state, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there it is. Howie, uh, what kind of plugs you got? Ah, uh, you guys already plugged Lines Liberty enough. That's all I got. That's what you That's got? All you got. Yeah. Well, Lines all right. Here's what we you can do. You don't have a, perhaps a social media handle? Twitter, any podcatcher. Oh, people can follow me on Twitter. All I do is retweet other people, though. I might actually, <laughs> I might actually start like uh-huh. with my own thoughts. Uh huh. You're a shameless self promoter. Here's the Howie. The problem is if you start like saying your own thoughts on Twitter, they're really gonna pressure you to start doing a podcast. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's one or the other. So guys, go follow Howie. I'll put his well, his name his his at will be in the name of the episode as they usually are. Uh, go yeah. follow him and just DM him to do a podcast until he until he does it. <laughs> Relentless. <laughs> Relentless. And tell him harassed. ask him every day about his flow state. <laughs> every day. Check in on the flow. All right. Thank you Howie so much for coming right. on. This has been awesome. Yeah. yeah thanks, this, man. this is a good time. Till next week, uh, two hands on the wheel. Uh-oh.